0: everybody welcome to the home alone cast or as i like to call it the podemic podcast um and here um we're going to talk about all things home alone now if you're new to my podcast channel welcome to super nerd sanctuary where you don't have to be a nerd to be nerdy um and here we're just gonna have fun we're gonna talk about obviously the home alone movie uh i'm a huge fan of the first and second one really haven't seen too many of the other ones which is okay uh the first two were directed by uh chris columbus and written by john hughes who i have a huge admiration for and uh i have a great story about the hughes family um a little bit of why this podcast has taken so long to come out well Pretty simple. There's been a lot going on in my life. Uh, last family member and um, just work. And of course, this whole Rona craziness that's been going on since March. Um, so hopefully this uh, podcast will help you kind of deviate some of the uh, symptoms of being inside and part of this uh, pandemic. So, without further ado, this is the Home Alone cast. If you can hear it in the background, I do have a nice fire warning. and I'm going to enjoy this uh, lovely meal of macaroni and cheese. That was delicious. Um, so, uh, as I said, welcome to the Home Alone cast. We're going to talk about uh, everything Home Alone as much as we can, talk about the TV series, video games, all sorts of cool things. Uh, personal experiences and why I love the movie so much. Um, This is just basically because it's something fun for me to talk about during the pandemic, and it's something I'm interested in, and I have invested a lot of time into. Um, I'm a huge child of the 80s and 90s, uh, so I I enjoy these movies a lot. Um, So the short, long story of why as an adult I like him is a couple reasons. I lost my dad in 2017. And the movies became like a staple of something I would watch every holiday season. Uh, Now that I'm a dad, um, the uh, movies have kind of taken on a whole new meaning. Um, And Once my dad passed, every time I watch those movies, I can fast-forward to the scenes where uh, Kevin's just brutally, like, beating the hell out of the guys, you know, burglars, Marvin, Harry, and laugh my butt off. And I always remember my dad uh, laughing his butt off at those parts, especially in the second one, when... uh, with the staple gun and the bricks and uh, just i remember him laughing so hard at those and i laugh twice as hard now um and hopefully when you guys listen to this uh in the near future uh, we will do a watch along so you'll be able to hear like a commentary about me and possibly my significant other talking about how the movies make us feel at the moment and you might even hear my daughter chime in or once or twice she's uh she's only about three but uh she'll probably speak her opinion as well (laughs) but uh yeah that's one of the reasons the movie holds a significant place in my heart is it's just a great childhood memory and it's you know a memory of my dad that i'll always remember and i love christmas my dad loved christmas um so you know there's just a lot of cool things and good memories associated with these films Now, one of the most recent memories I've had is about um, five years ago. I was doing a dinner theater at a resort here in Arizona, and it was the Christmas... No, it was a wedding version of um, a uh, murder mystery. That's besides the fact. Anyways, at this resort, uh, I was dressed up. And this, you know, trench coat, fedora, tie, and I had a little name tag on. And we were getting ready to pack up and leave, me and some of the other actors. And this lady stops me, right? And she goes, excuse me. And I said, yes, ma'am. And I looked at her, and I was like, why does she look so familiar? Now, as somebody who loves movies and is a screenwriter and is... All about you know filmmaking and wanting to make it big in the film industry, as well as you know creating stories and comedic performances, all sorts of cool things. Uh, I looked at this as I should know this person. She said, "Excuse me." She goes, "Are you an actor?" I said, "Yes, ma'am." And she goes, "Oh," she's like, "Well, I've worked with a lot of few actors." or quite a few actors in my lifetime and I was like I'm, I'm sorry uh, what was your name ma'am? And she goes oh I'm Nancy Hughes turns out this woman uh, is Nancy Hughes she is the widow or was the widow of uh, John Hughes who passed in 2009 and he, as I said he wrote and basically created the concept of home alone and uh, oversaw it now, one of the things that will stick with me for the rest of my life is Nancy said that I reminded her of a young, a young John Candy. Now, I'm not Canadian. <laughs> um, I have Canadian friends, but the fact that I reminded her of John is just a huge, huge—I don't know—heartfelt, sentimental feeling. Uh, because he's, you know, he's he was larger than life, and he was always known to be like the big, nice guy in all the movies, and, you know, that's why everybody loved him. Uh, the fact that she said, yeah, you remind me of John Candy, did you know his daughter does stand-up, and we got into this great conversation, and we continued this conversation for the next few years via either a phone call or, you know, uh, writing letters to each other occasionally. Um, and she was a very nice lady. Unfortunately, we lost her last September. Um, but I'm happy, happy that she's at peace and she's with John, her husband, because um, she just, you know, lost some quite suddenly in 2009. Uh, of a heart attack, and it was it was horrible. Um, but that's that's mainly the the big story is uh, Nancy Hughes um, was kind enough to tell me you know information about the home alone movies like how much he loved those films and talked about the high school it was filmed at and uh he even she even mentioned that uh you know he was going to originally do the harry potter movies but uh because he didn't want to be that far away from family he passed it to mr christopher columbus uh and chris columbus obviously did the first two movies which were amazing as I got older and you know I was in high school and I saw those first two movies it made me feel like a kid again it brought me back to those home alone days um, so you know I, I think I think those men immensely for being so instrumental in my childhood as well as bring me back to my childhood as I got older but uh, yeah, so that's my Nancy Hughes story, and that's why not only those few, those films, as well as John Hughes, hold a special place in my heart. Um, and then a funny fact about meeting Nancy Hughes is, I was writing a script that was kind of very John Hughesish at the time. I'm still kind of technically working on the script detail for you know five some odd years later. A writer's never done with their work. Um, and i i was like i need a sign that i'm going in the right direction and writing this script and the funny thing was is that week was not only the i think like 30th anniversary of the breakfast club um but it was also uh meeting her and i went okay i'm stepping in the right direction hopefully in the near future this film comes to fruition if not you know I'll turn it into a book or something, release it either for free and on our website or whatever. But uh, it it was basically a really good sign. Um, so, yeah, that, as I said, that's the Nancy Q story and why the film's kind of hold a special place in my heart. Um, now, my thoughts about Home Alone as a film. And future projects of it. Well, the first two Home Alone movies said stand out above the others. I haven't seen. I mean, I've seen bits and pieces of the third one. eh. Haven't seen the other three or four. It depends on how many you think there are. Because there was three released theatrically. There was Home Alone one, Home Alone two, Lost in New York, and Home Alone three. And then I think there was four and five, which are direct to DVD or made for a television um and then I think there was one that was Home Alone with like a dog and a cat because in the 90s it was all about dogs and cats and human voices and ask Danny DeVito John Travolta and they'll tell you the whole story I'm sure about that um you know look who's talking in and, and the Homer Bound all all these talking animal movies they were big 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 in the 90s um but uh, the first two films—I mean, the first one was just a huge success. Um, like it was just insane how well that movie did, and the second one, I—I I personally like a little bit better. Like I love the storyline of the first one, but I love the traps in the second one better, and I love the camaraderie and the um, <laughs> the improvisation and the working off each other of Marv and Harry, the two, you know, uh, the wet bandits or sticky bandits or whatever the heck they are. Um, So am I excited that Disney bought the property or owns the property? Yes and no. Um, Yes, because I would love to see them do an updated or even kind of like release the film's I don't know. Um, I know they're doing a TV series. Um, and hopefully, you know, they, they get originally some of the cast members back. You can't have too many of them because some of them aren't around anymore. Um, but my my idea that I would love to send Disney either do it in an animated format or even funnier a live action format. Because um, you could probably you could probably make them look about the same age or even even now, oh that would be funnier. I, I wanna have them do a show about the the wet bandits. Like an animated series would be funny because you could do the younger versions of Marvin Harry before they were the wet bandits, and every house and every robbery that they had to go to before they got to Kevin's house to realize, oh, this is the kid we need to take care of. And all the different names, like the Wet Bandits, the Sticky Bandits, you know. What were the different bandit names they came up with? What was their shtick uh, that they put out there before they got to the Wet Bandits and the Sticky Bandits? Um, just, I think that would be hysterical. But if you did, like, a live-action version, you could have the Home Alone series and then have a spin-off of these robbers, you know, Marv and Harry. Like, where are they today? and uh, pretty much are they still robbing like they escape from jail I, I just think that would be an awesome dynamic and you'd get the fan base that's the most important part you'd get the fan base um, so those are some ideas so I, I kind of am for the Home Alone series because I love the lore love the mythology love everything that John Hughes and Chris Columbus did so hopefully they, they keep the heart of it I mean Disney has kind of tried to keep the heart of Star Wars and have failed and succeeded at the same time. If that makes sense. Um, but some of the other properties they have, I, I don't know what they're gonna do. But you know, we'll see. But uh, hopefully, as I said, the Home Alone series—it sounds completely different. Um, but uh, you know, something. New, but as I said, hopefully they have like the legacy characters there. And it's hard to believe this movie is 30 years old this year. I know. We're all getting older, folks, and most of us have kids that are in love with this movie. And, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be forever. Um, Now, uh, the next part or the next subject of uh, discussion here is something that i hope gets made um and hopefully you guys will well you can't vote on it anymore but hopefully lego says yes that's right lego uh hopefully will make a home alone like i said um about i want to say a year and a half ago to two years ago um i jokingly was like oh i wonder if There's a Home Alone Lego set that somebody's created or, you know, created a build for. And lo and behold, I found the website Lego Ideas. Now, shortly after, I got hired by Lego uh, to work for Legoland uh, Discovery Center, as well as some of their other properties here in sunny, hot Arizona, Um, and... uh, Every chance I got to meet somebody, they would see that I had these little pins. Now, I'm a huge pin collector, and Etsy has taken a lot of my money. Uh, There's also a couple of different shops. Um, I'll probably list them on a future podcast of where I have my different pins, but I've got a bunch of Home Alone pins. Everything from the Wet Bandits to uh, little pins that have different quotes from the movie um, to... All sorts of crazy stuff. I'm, I'm a huge nerd. But I would wear these at work. And people would look at them and go, oh, he's a Home Alone fan. I'm a huge fan of those movies. And all these people are about my age. And even the kids that were pregnant in were like, yeah, I love those movies too. And, you know, they're 9 or 10. These movies are way older than them. So, um, I would tell them, really like, yeah, Lego Ideas, there's a website... Uh, where you can vote on to make this uh, LEGO set a real LEGO set. And it needs 10,000 votes. When I started my job, there was maybe 2,000 votes on it, maybe less. I would check it every week uh, just to see, you know, how it looked. And I kept checking, I kept checking. And I think earlier this year in 2020, it achieved the 10,000 votes um so i got super excited so now it's in the review phase of possibly being made into an actual lego set and the cool thing about this is it's not only in the calister house it has all the traps it has all the mini figs you got kevin the wet bandits it even has the little statue over out front that the van kept hitting the little uh pizza guy you know hit and then the the airport shuttle vans um also hit so as I said there's a lot of cool things that, and then that even has a tree house in the back uh, you can check it out on legoideas.com and then just search for the McAllister house um, so it's as I said it's it's quite awesome if it gets made if not hopefully he'll release instructions and pieces you need to make it because I will be building it I'm pretty sure I could probably build it with the Legos from work or if I bought a bunch of Legos, but thus the pandemic's going on. and I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was about the Lego set. Speaking of that tree house, uh, the fun fact about that is the tree house in the movie, unlike the Lego set, I uh, was not part of the house. Um, the treehouse was specifically built for the film um, but was demolished uh, after the film. Um, some really cool fun facts about the uh, movies um, is Robert Nero originally was going to play the role of Harry Lime. I'm so glad they went with Joe Pesci. Um, although that would be kind of funny if both Marv and Harry were played by De Niro and Pesci. Then it would be not a kid-friendly uh, film, but man, it would be super, super funny. Uh, let's see. Speaking of an R-rated <clears throat> Home Alone, there is a great group of guys named the Corridor Crew on YouTube. I suggest checking it out. They did r uh, R-rated version of Home Alone. Uh, which is not for the pain of heart and is definitely not for kids. Um, and if any of you guys have the uh, Blu-rays of the Home Alone movies, especially I think if they're the 25th anniversary or 20th anniversary editions, uh, they do have the um, Dirty Angels with filthy souls or angels with filthy souls, something like that. But um, they have the short film, which is basically just a clip. Um, But I always think it's kind of funny because you can actually uh, use that and play it on your TV if you wanted to during the holidays. So like if you were ever to do like a Christmas card uh, based off of uh, Home Alone movies and it was like a video uh, Christmas card, you could have that playing in the background, which I think is be funny. Uh, which is even irony that it's become such a pop culture thing that in Detective Pikachu, uh, when the main character goes into his dad's detective's uh, office, um, <laughs> the movie's actually um, playing on the TV, which just cracks me up and just shows that is a huge you know pop culture reference and uh, just it's instilled in our brains um pretty much this whole podcast is going to be me talking about <laughs> why we love these movies uh another cool thing is the film uh the first one was only written in 10 days uh i would say it was pretty much written over a weekend um but uh, it was uh, pretty much John Hughes uh, wrote the script for Home Alone in less than ten days after he and his family had tra- basically after he had travel anxiety uh, sparked by the uh, trip that they were going to have their their first trip to Europe, um, and he always thought it'd be funny. He's like, "What if we came home and the kids had accidentally been left behind?" Um, so there you go. Uh, and then the second one was just a direct sequel. And, uh, and it, it's funny because it was released like two years later and it takes place a year after the first movie. Um, and one of the craziest things is it held a 27 year, uh, Basic like uh, record, which was uh, it earned two hundred eighty five million, almost two hundred eighty six, uh, and it had been, it was the number one week for twelve weeks. Uh, remaining, <laughs> it was remaining in the top ten till in June, until June nineteen ninety one. Now the funny thing about that is that shows you how much and how old we've gotten that movies would stay in theaters for months on end. Whereas now it's like they're in the theaters for three months then DVD, and then they're streaming. Uh, so it's as I said it's uh, we love these movies and that's one of the main reasons why. Um, So what else to talk about? Well, if you get the chance, you can feel free to tell me which Home Alone movie is your favorite. Um, you can contact us at supernerdsanctuary at gmail.com. Uh, you can also uh, follow us on Twitter. I believe it's supernerd2 underscore zero or just look up super nerd Sanctuary and you will find us on that currently we're getting on a YouTube page so you should hopefully see my gorgeous bearded face Uh, and that's another reason that uh, Nancy said I reminded her John Candy is because I have a big red beard and John Candy in a lot of his later movies had a beard and it was a big red beard us gingers well, it's the only thing we know is how to grow a beard um but once again you can get in contact with us via twitter via our email i'm trying to think what else we have out there uh you can find us pretty much on any type of podcast company whether it be spotify whether it be itunes we're on all of them uh, at least we should be uh that's what i'm paying for uh. <laughs> but uh yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. Sorry it's not longer, but we're going to do more episodes here. Uh, it's going to be more of me talking, and maybe we'll have some guests. Um, so one of the reasons, before I wrap up, one of the reasons we did this podcast wasn't because I'm stuck inside. I mean, that's one of the reasons. But um, the uh, main reason I wanted to do this podcast because i have huge admiration for the film i want to go into different subjects we're going to probably talk about the video games we're talking about pretty much everything home alone um and hopefully you know we'll be able to get some guests on um i'm really trying to get a couple of the stars from the films to hopefully pop up onto this podcast here and there i'm going to try and make this um a semi-official home alone It's uh, an official, unofficial uh, Home Alone podcast. We want this to be the Home Alone podcast you go to. Um, So bigger and better things in the future. Um, And then on top of that, this channel, the Super Nerd Sanctuary channel, we're going to have different podcasts. Um, As I said, it's mainly me running this and mainly me talking, and I'm trying to get more people involved, but when... You know everything hit the fan so to say uh the uh guests and people i could have over kind mean got limited uh it's just me and the family um you know i i haven't even seen some of my family since february uh because of everything <laughs> that's going on um but uh As I said, we're hoping this turns into a full-fledged podcast. I thank you for listening, and once again, I apologize that it's taken so long to even get another episode up on this podcast page. Uh, It was not my intention to take that long, um, but it said there was just a lot of factors coming into play. I had a family member pass away. I had um, a bunch of family obligations, work was believe it or not crazy up until about mid-march um and then i've been out of work since and my significant other zone has been working um but it's mainly been focusing on entertaining our three-year-old because There's nothing out there to do because it's pretty much closed. Can't go to the zoo because it's closed. Can't go to the museums because they're closed. Can't go to the playground because it's closed. But as of today, which is May 26, 2020, things are slowly starting to open up. Um, I've gotten to take a couple of different trips to different places, and hopefully in the near future we get to take a trip to the McAllister house, which will hopefully be a block. Now, since as i said i love christmas um this is the last thing i'm going to mention is stay tuned because we are going to try and watch either an indiegogo or a uh, not a gofundme what is the one i'm looking for A kickstarter to shoot a documentary um and it's all about going to the different christmas houses that bring us the greatest memories whether it becomes a six-episode series on Netflix or Disney+, Plus or whatever. Um, as I said, it, it's unlimited. I have a bunch of things going on in this big noggin of mine um, that I've been kicking around and wanting to do. I just have to find the means of doing it, as well as getting the resources to do it. Um, so once again, thank you listening to the Home Alone podemic podcast or the home alone cast whatever you want to call it um we will see you next time either on the super nerd 2.0 podcast or the next episode of the home alone podcast have a great day bye